Hi, welcome to the Vine Life Church Podcast. We're in Boulder, Colorado, and we're following Jesus by staying rooted in His presence, growing in His family, and living on His mission so that hearts are awakened with His awe-inspiring love. In this time of social distancing, we're not currently gathering in person, but we invite you to stream the video from our weekend services online. And if we can help you in any way, reach out to us at vinelife.com. For now, here's a short sermon from last week in Divine Life. Again, thanks for joining us. Well, hey, friends, I'm excited to uh, jump into the message today. I'm welcomed by uh, Pastor Didi Peck, who is with us, and we're going to have a fun little conversation together as we talk about Pentecost Sunday. And what, what do we love about Pentecost Sunday is that this is actually the birthday of the church. So happy birthday. Uh, just You can sing yourself happy birthday wherever you're at. And, uh, and you're 2,000 years old now. We're 2,000 years old. And I got to say, we're looking pretty good for being 2,000 years old. Uh, but it's a really important day uh, for a lot of reasons. But one of the things that I, the opportunities we have is we look at Pentecost Sunday and the birth, the explosion of the church through the work of the Holy Spirit is that we're reminded that this thing is so much bigger and so much more expansive than we ever thought it was, that we're caught up into the story of God. And I think it's totally acceptable. Um, Even, you know, if if you're talking to friends about the church, they ask you what church you go to, how many people go to your church, you could just say, I don't know, somewhere around 2.3 billion, right? Because we're a part of something so much bigger than vine life, so much bigger than our expression. We're a part of the story of God. And so um, we're going to jump into the Pentecost story, and then we're going to talk about three prayers uh, that we believe God would invite us to partner with him in praying for us as as we're walking this out. So let's look at uh, Acts chapter 2, if you have uh, the Bible open uh, with you. And uh, Didi is going to read the word for us today. When the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. Suddenly a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. And they saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. Now there were staying in Jerusalem God-fearing Jews from every nation under heaven. And when they heard this sound, a crowd came together in bewilderment because each one was hearing their own language being spoken. Utterly amazed, they asked, aren't all of these who are speaking Galileans? Then how is it that each of us hears them in our own native language? So here's the speaking in tongues piece. (laughs) I don't know how to pronounce these. (laughs) Do your best. Medes, Elamites, residents of Mesopotamia, (laughs) Judea, Cappadocia, Pontus and Asia, Phrygia, Pamphylia, Egypt, and all the parts of Libya near Cyrene, visitors from Rome, both Jews and converts to Judaism, Cretans and Arabs, we hear them declaring the wonders of God in our own tongues. In our own tongues. That was quite a tongue you had there. (laughs) I love it. And what I love about this passage is that this really sets up another unfolding of events. And we read that right after the tongues of fire come upon all of the believers... They move out, people are hearing the glory of God, declaring the praises of God in their own native tongue. 
And then Peter stands up and he explains it and he begins to call uh, the people to repent and believe in Jesus as the Christ, the Messiah, the one sent by God to, to save the world. And, uh, and, and the men begin to cry out, what must we do to be saved? And, and they came into the fold that day and their and the, the numbers grew about 3,000 on that first day. And, uh, and so it was really an explosive start to our story. This is our story as a church. Um, and we tell this story each year and we remind ourselves of the story. It's beautiful. I'd love to hear from you, Didi, though, as far as, you know, we've been in this unprecedented time. We're continuing to make our way through it. We still really don't know how everything is gonna unfold. But what do you believe to be the unique opportunities right now as we're thinking about Pentecost? Yeah, as we entered into Passover, we had an amazing experience of that plague cresting in the time of Passover. And just like that, um, as we're all locked in like they were, waiting on the Holy Spirit, I believe this year uh, Pentecost is going to be incredibly powerful. I believe there have been many prayers for the outpouring of the Spirit like we've seen in Joel and in Acts 2 that the Spirit would come down. And I think we're going to see the fulfillment of that, just the uniqueness of the whole world being locked up. And though we're not in one place um, together, we are on the airwaves together in one place. Come on. <laughs> so I'm, I'm pretty uh, excited as I think about, oh, Lord, the bowls in heaven have been filled with the prayers, and they're getting ready to tip. Come on, preach. So... Um, so it is a unique moment, and so there's, but there's three prayers that we want to specifically uh, address today. Um, one of them is this. When it comes to Pentecost and a new outpouring of the Spirit, there's a lot of things that come to mind. In fact, you know, a lot of us, when we think about being in a room filled with the Spirit of God, it, uh, the, the images that come to mind are delight. You know, we're soaking in the presence of God. It's just um, utter joy. Um, being filled with the peace and the comfort of the Holy Spirit, those things are all true. But there's also more to the picture that is really important for us to believe. And, and I believe one of the prayers that we should be praying for Pentecost this, this year is for God to purify our hearts. God doesn't just come to comfort us. He comes to purify us. Um, typically, uh, we, we, we forget that the baptism of the Holy Spirit is a baptism of fire. Here's what John the Baptist had to say as his disciples were asking about the one who was to come. This is Luke chapter three. John answered them all saying, I baptize you with water, but he who is mightier than I is coming. The strap of whose sandals I am not worthy to untie. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fork is in hand to clear the, th the threshing floor and to gather the wheat into his barn, mm. but the chaff he will burn with an unquenchable fire, right? And so it's critical that we understand the element of fire is not necessarily one that makes us feel good all the time. Sometimes we think of adding the Holy Spirit to our already existing life, but I wonder if God wants to come baptize us with his fire to bring purity. He didn't come to baptize us and daisies or he's not baptizing us in whipped cream he's baptizing us in fire right and so we have to take that into consideration so when we think about being baptized in fire 
What, what does that mean for us? What is the work of God as he baptizes us with fire, Dee? Well, I think the metaphor of the threshing floor and the sifting of the chaff and wheat, of course. But fire, we are in an amazing time of fire all over the world. He's turned the world upside down and we are in fire. And the thoughts and intentions of our heart are being exposed and brought to the light because he wants to cleanse us and to bring us into alignment with him. And so that is the fire that is among us and in us right now to, to expose those things, the high places, the things that yeah. we have placed before him. Yeah, yeah. So. And, you know, and, and it's important to remember that the purity and the power of God come together. Yeah. Right? Yes. We, we can't separate those two things. A lot of us want power, but the way that God grows us in power is he, he purifies our hearts. Right. And so... Even today, we just want to invite you, begin to pray for a new purity of heart. Amen. May that be true of us. Amen. And so this, the second thing, though, that is really critical about this story that is important also for the day that we're in is, is the detail, the feature of this story is that when they went to the upper room, it didn't say that it was just Peter or just John or just, you know, any one of the all-star disciples mm-hmm. They got filled. The scripture actually says that they were all filled with the Spirit. Mm. Um, and that is important to, to understand because we live in a time where it's still easy to think that the people whose lives are together, they're the ones filled with the Spirit. Mm. It's the pastors, it's the apostles, it's the prophets. They're the ones filled with the Spirit. And I believe that God is continuing to break that down, this time in history is proof of that. God has scattered the saints all the way about. Why? Because the prayer here is that God would activate the saints. And, uh, and this is even what Peter spoke out as he, as he, as he preached to the crowds right after they, the tongues of fire came upon them and he addressed the crowds. He referred them to Joel chapter two. And in Joel chapter two, the prophet says this, And afterward, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your old men will dream dreams. Your young men will see visions. Even on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days. And it's just such this beautiful picture that you're never too old to dream dreams. You're never too young to have visions. And, and I believe that we're in a time where God is reawakening the priesthood of all believers, mm-hmm. that every one of us has an opportunity in this time to reconnect with the powerful work of God inside of our lives. And it's really critical. And, um, you know, Didi, I, I would love to hear from your perspective, why is it so important that all of us play our part in the body? Yeah. The Holy Spirit comes within us and the very Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in each one of us. Therefore, we are not limited by our own perceptions of our weakness or anything. God wants to express himself through every single person. And only each person can bring their part. So all of us have to um, be activated and rise to this occasion to, uh, uh, to manifest what he's placed in each of us. 
There are different gifts, all different, according to his design, what has pleased him. And so each of us need to take what we've been given and offer it to him and just be who we are. And the spirit of God will flow through us. Amen. Amen. And so I just pray even today that, that you would feel a new activation of the Holy Spirit deep inside. And like we've already said, we're, we're asking God for a purity of heart an activation of the saints. And here's a third prayer that we can agree together in. That God would make us bold witnesses. And one of the things I love about Pentecost was Pentecost actually didn't start in Acts 2. It was actually a Jewish tradition. And it, Pentecost referred to when God came down and brought his covenants. It actually had to do with 50 days after the Feast of first fruits. It was the feast of the harvest, which is amazing. Because even on Pentecost, um, we, we read that that's when the church was born and the harvest started to come. And it was a new kind of harvest. And it was accompanied by the power of God. And this was Jesus' promise to his disciples right before the experience. This is Acts chapter 1. As he's prepping them for what to expect, he says this, For John baptized with water, but in a few days you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Then they gathered around him and asked him, Lord, are are you at this time going to restore the kingdom of Israel? He said to them, it is not for you to know the times and dates the Father has set by his own authority. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Hmm. One of the things I love about this passage is even as Jesus is trying to give them a hint about what's coming, they still didn't quite get it. They were still looking for answers. And so they would ask, okay, so it's about this point where you kick the Romans out, right? Mm -hmm. So this is when that happens, like the Holy Spirit's going to come, you're going to kick the Romans out and then... Uh, you're going to take up throne and, and Israel's going to be back, back in the seat. And, and he responds and he said, he said, listen, the times and seasons are given to the Father, but you will receive power. And why is that so important? Because like the disciples, I don't know about you, this is the case with me. I find myself looking for answers quite a bit. We're, we're in a time and a season right now. Everybody's looking for answers. We're waiting for answers. God, is this the time you're going to do this? Yeah. Is, when is this going to happen? Is this, oh, is this when this is supposed to happen? Is this what we're supposed to do? And I have the feeling that Jesus' response to us is the same. Mm-hmm. That, hey, listen, the times and the dates and the seasons are set by the Father, but you will receive power. Mm-hmm when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And I, and I just believe that we're in a time where there's so much confusion happening. We're looking to God for answers, but he's wanting to give us power. Mm. Why? To be witnesses of his goodness and his love in a world that is desperately looking for answers. Mm. May, the, may we be clothed in power and be bold witnesses in this time, not given to disappointment, because we can't quite see what's coming, but receiving what is here through the power Mm -hmm. of the Spirit of God. Amen? Amen. And so these three prayers for God to purify our hearts, to activate us as the saints, and to make us bold witnesses, we just, we want to spend some time now 
just going after this. And we're going to pray. And, and listen, we know at home, um, for the last several weeks, we've all been pressing in over this whole video thing. Mm-hmm. But I, I, like Didi said earlier, I just believe that God in his supernatural power mm-hmm. wants to deposit a new sense of the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. a new filling of the Holy Spirit in your heart and in your home. And one of the things I love about this passage in Acts chapter 2 as well, it's, it says that the Holy, Spirit, it, he, the Holy Spirit first filled the room and then he came upon the people. Mm-hmm. And I believe right now God wants to fill mm-hmm. your home with his presence. Mm-hmm. And if you w- would like to pray with us, we just want to invite you. We're going to move into a time of prayer mm-hmm. and we're going to take turns praying. I'm going to invite you in your home Um, If you're with somebody else, take their hand. If you're by yourself, hold your hands open um, and know that we're all with you anyways. If you have your kids, gather them around. We want to pray for a fresh filling of the Holy Spirit for today. Didi, would you like to lead us off in prayer? So let's just be still and quiet our hearts right now. Lord, we come and we are waiting. We're waiting before you for the promise. Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit, we acknowledge that apart from you, we can do nothing. Thank you, Jesus. And so we are just waiting. Thank you, Jesus. Come, Spirit of the living God, and fill, fill every single room with your spirit and with power. Come rest. Come rest on us. Thank you. Thank you that you see every single one you fashioned. You fashioned each of us for your purpose. Thank you to rest on each one of us according to your purpose, according to your plan, according to your love. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Yes, God. And, and Jesus, just like we, we've already prayed, we thank you for this to be a time, a season marked by a new purity of heart. Yes. Let our hearts be pure before you, God. Yes. We know that in order to grow in authority and actually wield power, with real strength, God. You want to clean our hearts Mm. so that we can ascend your hill. We want to clean our hearts with your righteousness. Mm -hmm. And so, God, we we thank you, Jesus, to to cleanse us of all sin Mm -hmm. and unrighteousness. Would you forgive us, God? Would you forgive us, Lord Jesus, where we've missed the mark, where we've thought less of you and less of ourselves and less of our brothers and sisters, where we've partnered with sin and death. Mm -hmm. We pray that you would reverse, Lord God, those agreements. Thank you. And that we would be washed clean in the power of your blood again. Yes, Lord. We thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you for your blood, Lord. Thank you, God. 
thank you for your blood. And whatever might be coming up, we just thank you. We're, we're just confessing and bringing it before him. In repentance and rest is our salvation. We just bring it before you. Thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness and your just to forgive us. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. And Jesus, we also pray that this is a season marked by a new activation. I, I just pray for those who are watching that have struggled to know what their part is. I thank you to illuminate the call on each one's life, God, that we need the entire body to be functioning in health um, so that we can fully represent you on earth, Lord God. Mm -hmm. So I thank you for each person to be reminded of what it is that you have deposited, Mm -hmm. that you have deposited a good gift Mm -hmm. in each one of us. And I pray that it would come alive in the name of Jesus. Amen that there's nothing that has disqualified you from receiving. You have been forgiven, you have been made clean, and you have been qualified by the Spirit of God. Um, There's nobody that's uh, um, lacking intelligence Mm -hmm. or skills or ability um, such that they don't have a part in the kingdom of God. So I just thank you, Father, uh, for each one of us as we're watching and that you would, in your creativity, show us Uh, what kind of blessing you have called us to extend in this season. Yes, amen. Lord, we just stand before your throne, every one of us, and we stand because you have made us able to stand. And we just say in confidence, we are your son, we are your daughter. Yes, God. And we offer ourselves before you as a living sacrifice to do as you please, Yes. to do according to your purpose, Lord. You have your way with us, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. And we just pray for a, a day. We believe in a day of power and boldness. And I, and, I, and I thank you, Lord God, for the new relationships that, are even, that have been forged in this last yes, season. Lord, thank you so much. With those who are far from you, those whose yes. hearts are lost, God. Yes, Lord. That the prodigals would come home, Lord yes, God. And I just Lord. pray that right yes, now, Lord. right now, you would begin to drop in hearts yes. or faces and names of neighbors, of people in our lives that you have called us to proclaim the gospel to, to demonstrate the gospel to, Father, and that you would fill us with power and boldness to not be ashamed of the gospel. Um, And and, and right now, Father, I thank you for courage to be obedient, Mm -hmm. that we would call our friends and call our neighbors, that we'd spend time with them Mm -hmm. and actually minister your heart in powerful ways. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for the unction of your spirit, the anointing of your spirit to rest over us, that we'd even stand back and watch ourselves uh, being filled with the spirit and moving according to what your plan is, Lord. Thank you for that. Thank you, God. And, and, and Jesus, we, we also pray for our children and our, our elderly God mm-hmm. among us. Um, that they would, they would know their place and that they would rise to their call, that they would not be diminished in any way. Yes. And we thank you for our homes to be filled with new dreams and yes. new visions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That our homes would be marked for your purposes, yes. God. Yes. And uh, we thank you, Lord God, for this time that we are in 
And we receive again. Mm -hmm. We receive again an infilling Mm -hmm. of the Holy Spirit of God. Thank you, Lord. And it's in Jesus' name we pray together. Amen. 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 (laughs) Hey, before we end today, we want to introduce you to this brilliant hymn written by William Booth, the founder of the Salvation Army. Let's listen to us in the community bringing this hymn together. Thou Christ of burning, cleansing flame, thy blood-bought gift today we claim. Look down and see this waiting host. We want another Pentecost. God of Elijah, hear our cry. To make us fit to live or die. To burn up every trace of sin. To bring the light and glory in. The revolution now begins. Send fire. (laughs) Send fire. Send fire. This fire we want. For fire we plead. The fire will meet our every need. For strength to ever do the right for grace to conquer in the fight. For power to walk the world in white. Send the fire. Send the fire! Send the fire! Yes! <laughs>